Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome to the show. Bill Ryder with you, coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. We need cash out of your home in a simple way to get it. Rocket can. Let's talk some hoops. Let's get to it. His voice is always stronger than mine, but particularly today, Tom Haberstroh, Metal Arc Media NBA analyst, co-host of the Basketball Illuminati podcast. Mr. Haberstroh, good morning, buddy. Good morning, man. Am I going to have to carry you like Scottie Pippen did in the yeah. game? At least to a pharmacy that sells lozenges at a minimum. I don't know what's going on, bud. I just woke up. And that, you know what? I think I was so excited you're on the show. My voice just went away. <laughs> you're speechless. You're speechless. I, literally unable to produce speech. Um, let's hit some of the per- performances last night. Let's let's start with Devin Booker. The Suns have been awesome this year. Devin Booker has been extraordinary this year. I, I know we're early in the season, about the quarterway point. But in terms of Devin Booker's MVP case and, and the Suns' shot of the championship from what we've seen, what's your read on, on each of those things? Oh, he's got a great case uh, to be in the conversation. I mean, the, the issue that Devin Booker has is that everyone uh, in the league is seeing their numbers soar, and there's a lot of parity in the league. So um, you're going to have a big jumble of outside maybe the top of the NBA players who are going to have candidacy because it's just, it's been a weird season of injuries, and what's really working in Devin Booker's favor is the fact that, you know, Chris Paul's been out, you know, with injuries. He's only played 10 of the team's 21 games, and yet Devin Booker continu- continues to lead and show that, you know, he is, uh, if not the alpha, certainly the 1A, 1B on that team in terms of what they need to do to win games. He's at the forefront, averaging 29 points a game, uh, just about 50% shooting from the floor. He's been sensational and doing it without Cameron Johnson, without Chris Paul, and doing it while all that, you know, uh, coming into the season, Robert Sarver, Cloud hanging over the team, and DeAndre Ayton's contract status hanging over the team. But Devin Booker and Mikel Bridges have been leading this team through those injuries and controversies. They've done a fantastic job, and Devin Booker, as good as any scorer in the league one-on-one, and you saw it last night against Chicago, a team that's really reeling, uh, hung 51 points against them, and then before that, 44 at that soaring Sacramento Kings team. So he is doing an amazing job, 20-25 shooting last night, just super efficient, really great performance from Devin Booker. Tom, I know we're a long ways from this, and there's plenty of time for Chris Paul to get healthy, get right, 
April is a, is a long ways away. But for the sake of argument, if if Chris Paul is either banged up for a postseason run or just not at the level we've come to expect, what is the ceiling for this Suns team come the playoffs? Well, he's such a smart player, and even though he might not be uh, fully healthy in the playoffs, he's such a great orchestrator and a guy who just picks apart your defense and a really smart defender who orchestrates you on the defensive end and organizes you uh, much in the same way. I think that's really what they're going to miss in the playoffs is you know, you need that guy who talks things through defensively, the Draymond Green, the LeBron Jameses, and I think in the playoffs, I have no doubt that the Phoenix Suns can score with the best of them. But if Chris Paul isn't there, I think they're going to really hurt in the leadership category, just defensively organizing and making sure everyone's on, you know, head on a swivel, calling out the opposing plays. And so I think when you talk about ceiling for the Phoenix Suns without Chris Paul, uh, that, that really lowers them. I think maybe a first round out, uh, is the likely scenario because of how good the, uh, the the Western Conference is, how much talent is in the West. Um, with C- Chris Paul, I mean, they can win the Western Conference. They're that good. Uh, but at, at the if they do not have uh, his leadership out there, I think they're either a first out or a semifinal out. Tom Haberstroh here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder on CBS Sports Radio. Tom, the Celtics, without Ime Odoka, suspended the expectation he will not coach the Celtics again. Nonetheless, they're 18-4. and four. Another win last night. Another great Jason Tatum performance. Jalen Brown's been amazing. And of those four losses, two of them, for whatever this does or doesn't matter, came in overtime games that they lost. Is there any takeaway for you? I'm not trying to take shots at, at Adoka, but any takeaway for, for, for you on the level to which you think we can discern how much Ime Adoka was responsible for last year's run? Well, defensively, they're not even close to last year's team. I mean, right now they're still right around average, bottom 10 defense. Last year they were second in defensive rating. Um, it's just the offense. Missoula's been an incredible offensive mastermind this year. Uh, I mean, the last three games, Bill, the Celtics have scored 130, 140, and 134. And you mentioned overtime games none of those games were in overtime they were all in regulation uh missoula as young as he is he's cut out a lot of the inefficient shots in this offense and he's added way more you know quick attacks really sped up the offense and trusting everybody to make really good decisions and malcolm brogdon is an amazing addition efficient addition to this team shooting about 50 percent from the floor and about 50 percent from downtown um, you know, Missoula's offense, really fast, great decision-making. Uh, they're shooting from very efficient spots on the floor. And what you're seeing is just outrageous scoring across the league, but especially with the Boston Celtics. Again, 130, 140, 134 points. You might be numb to the fact in today's NBA, like you see these high-scoring nights, but I just want to put it in perspective for you, Bill. Actually, I don't even need to put it into perspective. You you know how good these Doc Rivers Celtics teams were because I remember when you picked uh, the Boston <laughs> Celtics to beat the Miami Heat, no questions asked in yeah, that first year. It's a done deal. It was a done deal because, you know what, they had Hall of Famers. They were battle-tested. They were incredibly good. They won multiple seasons of 60-game seasons. Rondo's uh, elbow they, wasn't injured yet by Dwayne Wade, all of it. <laughs> yes, I don't need to remind you how good those Celtics teams, <laughs> but I will, say, I will tell you this, Bill. 
in the Doc Rivers era, in the nine seasons that they had, and they won all those games, and K, K, KG, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, do you know how many times those Celtics teams scored 130 points in regulation in the Doc Rivers era? Ooh, I don't know. I love this. is so Tom Haverstow. I love it. Tell me. Zero times. Zero Come on. Times. They scored zero times 130 points in regulation, and we just saw the Celtics do it three times in a week. And so just to put that in perspective of the scoring totals that you're seeing, and, uh, you know, Missoula's doing an amazing job getting this team organized and, and scoring efficiently, and Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown are just incredible out there. But with it, these scoring numbers, we just have never seen this before at this level in NBA history. And that Doc Rivers stat, man, I just, it's just incredible what they're doing right now. That is incredible. Tom Haversow on the show. Um, that is a deep cut, by the way. That is one of my favorite uh, I was wrong columns, the follow-up column. Ethan Skolnick t- took way too much pleasure in that. Uh, Tom Haversow here on, here on the show. If, Tom, if you had to take a team to come out of the East, not name Milwaukee and not name Boston, and you had to pick one, where would you turn? Oh, that's a great question because those two teams are just unquestionably head and shoulders above the Eastern Conference. Um, you know, with the group that you've, you've cut out for me, I think I would go with the 76ers. Um, you know, James Harden's coming back here. They've kind of re- reset a little bit, winning three out of the last four games. They had a bad loss to the Cleveland, and I'm just, I need to see more from Evan Mobley and Cleveland before I put them above you know, those veteran players. I know that they can win a lot in the regular season, but to me, uh, with James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, and Joel Embiid healthy, assuming they get healthy before the end of the season, I just think both ends of the floor, I would not be able to count out Joel Embiid. Now, you can make cases for Cleveland and that young group, and Donovan Mitchell certainly has taken the leap into that, you know, superstar status ceiling that we have always wanted him to see in, in, in Utah. But to me, it's Philadelphia. Uh, I'm not sold on the Brooklyn Nets. I've been on this show a hundred times talking about how sell, sell, sell the Brooklyn Nets, fade them. I don't believe in them. Miami, they're really struggling right now on both ends of the floor. We'll see what happens with them uh, once they get healthy again. But I think the Philadelphia 76ers have the best shot to come out of the East, assuming they get their, their horses ready. Yeah, for whatever it's worth, I'm with you. I think it's Philly and, and Cleveland if you know if you were limited to that group. Uh, Tom, the, the Warriors are... What, 11 and 11? Steph's been amazing. There have been some issues outside of Stephen Curry. We've got a long ways to go in this season. Based on what you've seen in previous seasons, based on what you know so far from this season, what is your level of confidence or concern with this Warriors team over the course of the rest of the year? Man, I really needed to see this run from Clay Thompson. I mean, he was really struggling, struggling to stay healthy and confident. His three-point shot was really lacking. Um, and defensively, I don't think he's going to get back to where he was before, um, where he was, you know, all defensive team caliber play uh, as a defender on the wing, always taking the assignment on the best uh, scorer on the wing for the Warriors. But the three-point shot has really come around. Over the last seven games, he's, he's shooting 49%, nearly 50% from downtown, and he's averaging 21 points per game. That is a huge piece for them. And, yeah, I know they lost to the Dallas Mavericks a couple nights ago in a really exciting game at which Steph Curry traveled. Um, the referees called the travel on him on that last-second possession. But they're really close to being back 
Um, yeah, I know the standings don't say it. They're ninth in the Western Conference. But to me, the biggest missing piece is the rotation. Can they get an Otto Porter Jr. or a Gary Payton the second uh, to make that big boost off the bench in that rotation? Right now, they're just leaning on a lot of young guys, Ty Jerome, Anthony Lamb, to be that. You know, Jonathan Kaminga is coming on you know, much better as of late. But they really need Dante DiVincenzo to step up. I mean, that is the missing piece. Draymond Green, I'm not worried about. Klay Thompson, not worried about. Jordan Poole, the referees are really cracking down on travels and palming lately, which has put a dent in his numbers and his efficiency. But to me, the biggest piece is that rotation. Can they get uh, a, a Gary Payton the second coming out of that rotation and really ascending and giving them a lift when Steph Curry steps off the floor, when Draymond Green or Klay Thompson don't have it? And that's the missing piece. I'm not worried at all about the big three for them, especially with Klay Thompson coming back. They just need more help on the rotation. Tom, what is the likelihood that the Pelicans can be an impactful, competitive playoff team this year? Yeah, I mean, they were my favorite overpick in the in the win-loss, uh, you know, the Vegas win totals preseason. I love the New Orleans Pelicans ceiling. And with, uh, you know, the, the defense that we're seeing with, Zion Williamson as of late this is a guy who has all the tools to be an elite defender he's got really you know insane hops he's super strong he's got great basketball IQ that you could see offensively and defensively at Duke we remember seeing those closeouts of three-pointers where he's blocking guys you know from 30 feet away it seems like just his leaping ability is insane but he hasn't really put it together defensively and now you're seeing it uh, with two wins recently over OKC in Toronto, Zion's, av- you know, he, he didn't really have much of a shot-blocking presence previously to those games, but he had three blocks against OKC, two blocks against Toronto, four steals last night. When you're seeing him do these things defensively, they are going to be a title contender if he's able to be this elite defender that we've always wanted to see. And to put it in perspective, in the previous 12 games before that OKC game, Zion Williamson had just two blocks total in the previous 12 games. And then he had three, and then he had another two last night. So he's starting to have the light turn on defensively. And offensively, no questions asked. He's an elite player in this league. And now that C.J. McCollum is going to be coming back and playing at a high level, Brandon Ingram has been injured. But this team... Man, they are so good. They have defense. They have scoring, well-coached. I think with Zion Williamson really digging in defensively, this team can be a title contender when they're healthy. All right, Tom, last one for you. Give me your way-too-early borderline unfair to ask you NBA MVP ballot if you had to put it in in the next 30 seconds. Yeah, you know, right now I've got Jokic, number one, two-time reigning MVP. I have no reason to believe that he isn't the best player in the league. You know, people talk about defense, but, you know, this this offense that he's created is incredible. He's averaging more assists per game than Luka Doncic. Nikola Jokic, when he's off the floor, they get outscored by 17 points per 100 possessions. And with him on the floor, uh, they're a title contender. So Nikola Jokic is my MVP. I've got Giannis at number two, Steph Curry at number three, um, and Luka Doncic there at number four. I think the the scoring numbers across the league are outrageous. There's inflation, scoring inflation. It's not just the American economy in the NBA too, but defensively, um, you know, Nikola Jokic. That's the only thing that you can't. That's the only knock that you have on him 
but his offense is under it's outrageous, and he's one game away from winning the Western Conference in the standing. So uh, Jokic is my guy, three-time MVP. Uh, if he if he keeps continuing to play out at outrageous offense, that's my guy at the quarter mark in the NBA season. Uh, Metal Lark, NBA superstar Tom Haverstrow, who once we get off here is going to carry me, Pippin Jordan esque to. Uh, CVS to get some lozenges. Also, the co-host of the Illuminati podcast, my friend. Uh, as always, man, love having you on. Thanks for thanks for making the time. You got it, Bill. Feel better. Thanks, buddy. Tom Habershow on the show, hanging out, giving us some insight. Love his perspective. Diesel, are you ready to really take over the reins of not just by yourself, but the majority of the speaking? Uh, yeah, why not? Everyone can't wait to hear what I have to say. It's buy or desell next here on CBS Sports Radio. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. I um I went to a, a CBS News top executive's office once, D-Cell, in New York City. Talk about a show. And she had been a foreign correspondent. And she had a grenade that had been a real grenade, but it was it was like didn't work or was a dud and holding it scared the crap out of me uh i wouldn't even hold it yeah that's where i'm at it just i'm like it's it's not gonna go off but if it is it's when the idiot me picks it up (laughs) uh yes i would feel the same exact way isn't the, the expression jump he's gotta jump on that grenade for everybody it's gruesome uh, very much so. It's a yeah. very vivid uh, phrase there. How's the how's um how's the home life? Everything good? How's Will? Is his D cell? Uh, good. Will Will's good. Um, he uh he's got a little bit more of a personality now. He's Ooh. uh he's telling us no, shaking his Ooh. finger at us. No, no, no. Uh, so oh, my yeah. my wife's not loving that. it. I find it funny, but um, <laughs> my wife's not loving it. I mean, I don't have any context. But here's my totally judgmental, no information perspective. You got to put a stop to that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would agree. But that doesn't mean that it's not funny in the meantime. It is funny. Why does he tell you no? Like, what prompts the no, no, no? Uh, and the finger t- wag. Yeah, if we tell him it's bath time or you got to put your puzzle away. No, no, no. 
Oh, man. He's using it properly. I'm very excited to hear how this develops when he's 14. Uh, yeah, yeah, we could uh, we could have some issues. So he's a lot like his dad. Uh, <laughs> let's do buy or sell. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, Bill, let's start at where we always do by talking some NFL. Jeff Howe of The Athletic, who is based in Boston, and that is important for this question, wrote this week that it is possible that Tom Brady, who will be a free agent after this season, could return to the Patriots. Yes, you heard that correctly. Now, it is important to note that this was an opinion piece, not a reported piece. No sources in this piece. Buy or sell that if Tom Brady, who will turn 46 next season, decides to play, it would be for any team but New England. So I know from experience that sometimes people write opinions based on the things they're actually hearing, right? I certainly do that. I have a column out today that reflects that. And Ime Adoka should not be hired because of the Celtics' success without him. Do you so. see Belichick and Brady ever no. working there? Whatever they have together, that friction. No. So. And even if I did, they don't have a good enough team for Tom Brady's ambitions. That is an gonna... outstanding point. They're not right. good enough to win right now. That's why They're he not. left. I mean, I think like if Trey Lance can't get healthy, the Niners would make a lot more sense. I think. <sighs> We're going to go down that road again? Yeah, buy or sell that the Dolphins no, should no longer be interested in Tom Brady. Buy. Yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. I mean, Mike McDaniel doesn't even need that headache. What he's doing is working. Tua just needed somebody to believe in him, and Mike McDaniel is that guy. Let me ask you a buy or sell question. The U.S. men's national team, soccer, I can't do it the right way, plays the Netherlands. <laughs> that was such a sad soccer. It was so sad. Plays the Netherlands. At 10 a.m. Saturday. Before college football starts. Buy or sell, you'll watch the game in its entirety. Buy. I plan on watching the game in its entirety because by the time that game is over, college football will be starting. I plan on watching every second of that game. Uh, By the way, I have a request from Alan. Uh, Bill on Twitter, can you please say Morocco with the same vigor you say soccer because my country's national team is going in flames, down in flames to Morocco. Thanks. It's going to hurt. Morocco! Morocco! Yeah, you're better at it. You're better at it. All right, Bill, let's stay in the NFL here. Falcons second-year tight end Kyle Pitts is done for the season after undergoing knee surgery earlier this week. Now, after going over 1,000 yards receiving in his rookie season last year, Pitts had just 356 yards in 10 games this season. Now, it is important to note that last season Atlanta's quarterback was Matt Ryan. This year, obviously, Marcus Mariota. Buy or sell, you expect Kyle Pitts to bounce back next year. I am feeling overly optimistic because of my buy. Buy. Early in the dude's career, coming off an injury, huge upside, lots of pressure. How about you? I think so. I don't know if, if you know, if, if Marcus Mariota is still going to be the quarterback. I don't think that he'll have a big statistical season next year in Kyle Pitts. 
I think last year he, I mean, the dude is pretty much a wide receiver. Let's be honest about it. That's what he was at Florida. That's what he's going to be for the Falcons in the NFL. I think he's capable. The one thing that's very strange, he played a full season last year. He played 10 games this year. He only has three touchdowns. I know the Falcons aren't a great team. They weren't a great team last year either, but he's got to be more of a red zone target. I don't know what the issue is there. I mean, it might be the quarterback play. Absolutely. That, that I mean, might right. be a 100% of the issue. They're going to they're gonna improve a quarterback. That will improve his situation. Yeah, I think it's way too early to be making judgments about somebody's, his career. Now, speaking of quarterbacks, when Aaron Rodgers met the media yesterday, he knew there was a possibility that the Green Bay decision makers could approach him about sitting out the rest of the season if and when the Packers were officially eliminated from the playoffs. I'd love to finish the season out, um, um, but I understand, you know, this is a business, and, you know, there's a lot of us kind of older guys who, you know, play a decent amount, and they might want to see some young guys play. So, you know, hopefully we don't have to have that conversation, but if that conversation comes up, you know, I'll approach that with an open mind, and, and uh, you know, without any bitterness or resentment, you know, obviously that was it, we went out, and, and we don't have to have those conversations, but he said he would approach it with an open mind he didn't say he would definitely be amenable to it my question to you bill buy or sell that if the packers were to ever ask rogers to sit in favor of jordan love it would turn into a messy situation i'm gonna buy buy let me make my point of the question buy or sell you can think of any situation involving aaron Rodgers that isn't messy sell I mean, yeah. It I would be messy. don't think this would work out. And it just, it, it, poor Jordan Love is just in a terrible situation. He has been for a while now, and it's not going to get better this year for him. I don't know if he'll ever play, barring injury from Rodgers. It's just the poor kid have, It was drafted into a bad situation. You're saying Jordan doesn't love it? I think you have to buy. I think you have to play him as I think about it play Jordan Love. You have to find out what you have. You have to know. And by the way, you may already think you know. You may not want him. You may be like, we have Roger for two years, we want that. If he plays really well for three or four games, maybe you can get something for him in a trade. If that's the route you want to go. Alright, Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase hasn't played in over a month because of a hip injury. Chase is expected to return this week against the Chiefs, and Chase certainly isn't lacking any confidence saying yesterday, quote, I don't think I can be stopped if I'm being honest. I'm out there playing football, playing my game. So when I'm in rhythm, I'm on a roll. The timing is there, and I'm just playing football. End quote. Buy or sell Jamar Chase going over 100 yards receiving this week against Kansas City, assuming that he does play. Remember when he came out of college and joined the Bengals and had the drops and everybody thought he could, would never be successful? He had the dropsies in preseason and the start of his first, uh, first few games in his rookie year. Don't doubt Jamar Chase by he including 100 receiving yards against the Chiefs all right let's get to some hoops here we touched on this last segment last season Suns superstar Devin Booker finished fourth in MVP voting and last night Booker heard some MVP chants during his 51 point performance in Phoenix's 132-113 win over the Bulls now Booker is currently seventh in the NBA in scoring right now Buy or sell, Devin Booker has a realistic chance of winning MVP this year. Mm. 
All right, so the Suns could finish atop the West. That's a huge bonus. I We just heard Tom Habershaw make a case for Jokic. I don't think Jokic can win this year. It doesn't mean he shouldn't, but I just think there are a lot of folks who won't vote for him because he has two, which is dumb, but a reality. So we're not saying what should happen, what will happen. Chris Paul's getting older. I'll buy it. He's got a chance. Buy. The thing, I think it's realistic. I think, I think... Giannis has a realistic chance. I think Jokic has a somewhat realistic chance and should have a realistic chance. I think Steph Curry's got a realistic chance. I think other guys are going to merge with the, always, right? If the Lakers make a run, they won't. But if the Lakers make a run, LeBron. If Memphis turns it around, John Morant. Embiid, I think, still is in the mix. If Philly plays really well, I mean, it's too early to rule people out. You can certainly start to rule people in. So I think he's got a chance, but I think the competition will be will be fierce. All right, let's get to some baseball here. Now, according to ESPN, the Yankees offered 30-year-old free agent slugger Aaron Judge a contract that, quote, was in the neighborhood of $300 million, end quote. Now, remember, Bill, Judge turned down a seven-year, $213.5 million offer from New York right before last season started. Buy or sell the Yankees will get outbid for Aaron Judge. Buy. I think... Buy. I think a team like the Giants or someone else are more than capable of giving the guy a $350 million deal. Would you be cool giving him that amount of money? I know, I know this season he's coming off of. He is 30 years old. He does have an injury track record. No, but I think my view might be different if I was in the NL West and I was the Giants. The Dodgers are perennial 100-win, 110-win team. Obviously... The Padres were really good. And so I think like an act of spending desperation might make more sense. It's also just the Yankees are always going to the whoever the next big person is in two or three years. The Yankees are likely to land. The Giants aren't. Most teams aren't. And there's an opening here because of the way the Yankees handled this and Aaron Judge. Right. Sort of how the way this went down where I think it's a risk. But it's a risk that won't be offered very often. I don't think the Yankees need to take it. I, I think other teams might might need to. All right, let's finish up with some soccer. Last Second. question here. Yesterday. Yesterday, Argentina. Well, you got to give me the more enthusiastic soccer. Soccer! Oh, yeah. Yesterday, Argentina beat Poland 2-0 and advanced to the knockout stage. However, your guy, Lionel Messi, was, quote, annoyed that he uncharacteristically missed a penalty kick. My question to you, Bill, because I know you watch this game. Buy or sell Messi in Argentina advancing, made up for Messi, missing his penalty kick yesterday. Bye. It was a really nice save. Bye. By the, the Polish goalkeeper, who's an incredible player. Uh, buy or sell, you know who Argentina's path goes through if they win. Sell. If Argentina beats Australia, and they are huge favorites, like 93%. And America beats the Netherlands, which is unlikely but possible. America plays Messi. Whoa. Now, I know you love your country, but like a little bit, a little sliver of you wouldn't be rooting for Messi? I mean, look, I would be rooting heart and soul for America. I would be pissed off if they lost to Argentina and proud they got there. But I would, as soon as it's over, be both angry and, and happy for Messi, if that makes sense. The, this is so dumb, but it is what it is. The one that's harder for me is Spain, if America played Spain, because I'd root for America. My brother really judged me for this. But I'm going to give you my take, and you can buy yourself a good with my brother. 
I love I love Barcelona. We spend time there when we can. I I watch a ton of Barcelona football, soccer, soccer. I said it wrong. And uh, yeah, you judge me. <laughs> so and uh, seven of the team, seven of the players, often they're starting, um, are are on that Barcelona team are playing for Spain. I just I love watching that team play. So I'm rooting for America against Spain, but it would be close. My brother said that makes me a bad person. Buy or sell? You agree with him? Buy. Oh really? Uh, yeah, I'm just looking to pile on here. Um, right. I think I'd, I'm probably not as demonstrative as your brother about it. I don't think you should admit it. Uh, I think I would know that about you. Like, deep down inside, that is what you're rooting for. I don't think you have to say that out loud, though. So here's the thing. I had a really bad couple Christian Pulisic interactions that I've talked about on the air a little bit. But they were via video stream, not like, right, not some of the other interactions I've had with guys. And so my brother was trying to make the case I got to get over that a little bit. And it wasn't as bad as the Chris Paul thing and some other things that, that I've had. And then I did watch a, a GQ, Chris Pulisic, Christian Pulisic, like, interview thing online the other day, yesterday. And he did seem nice. So maybe I just got to get over it, too. It's hard to root for a team, and I do, but when there's stars, the guy you don't really like. So he seems nice, but he's still not Captain America. I just want to make sure I got it right. Captain America's so dumb. What a dumb name. Apparently, though, somebody said it's it's, it's from uh, the German club that he played for. They, they named that in Germany. Like, okay. I mean, they call me, like, American Bills when I was in London as a, at, at the paper. <laughs> that doesn't mean I came back. Everybody called me American Bill. Don't you think Captain America's a little pretentious? A little bit, but I think you're being hard on the kid. You do? A little bit. You don't know anything about soccer. That's true. <laughs> Doesn't mean you're wrong. I forget. Did you answer by yourself that you're going to watch USA on Saturday? Bye. You're going to watch the whole thing? Yes. And it's only because it will be over by the time college football starts. If it was going up against college football, no. Get two TVs. <sighs> I'm working on it. All right. How's my voice sound? Buy or sell my voice? Buy. Oh, get out of here. I'm into it. I like it. He liked the pain I'm experiencing. I didn't say that. You're a great guy, man. They use that to me all the time. You're a great guy. <laughs> Sarcastically. <laughs> all right. Um, we are going to keep it rolling with a special edition, a surprise edition of What to Sell. After we get a CBS Portrait update from Greg Caserta. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. It is Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Bill Ryder. Thank you for listening to the voice D-Cell loves. This season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via the Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get on the zone, AutoZone. The fact that Patriots bills is not a guarantee tonight, D-Cell, right? The fact that that doesn't, and I know there's no such thing as a guarantee any given Thursday night, but the fact that it feels like a game that obviously Buffalo should win, but there's some nervousness, I think, if you're on that Buffalo side, says a lot about the descent for Buffalo from dominant force in the game to question mark. I mean, can we look at Buffalo's last four games here? We got a loss to the Jets, a bizarre and wacky overtime loss, which they won, they lost, they won, then they lost again. At home, by the way, they beat the Browns by one possession. And then on Thanksgiving, they squeaked out a game against Detroit, which they won by a field goal with 20 seconds remaining in regulation. Like, we talk about this in college a lot. I need to see some style points from Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills tonight. I know it. style points don't matter in the NFL in terms of standings, where you're going to be ranked. But, like, I need, if I want to have confidence in Buffalo moving forward, and like I mentioned earlier in the show, they have not beaten a divisional opponent yet this season. Granted, it's only been two games. They've lost to the Jets, and they've lost to the Dolphins, but they were supposed to dominate, absolutely dominate this division. They were the Super Bowl favorites coming into this season. They need to show me tonight. Yeah, no, I mean, and... and They've asked him to do so much and to do and to be so much of the offense. It also gives Bill Belichick a very singular focus in terms of his scheming and what he can try to put together against Buffalo. And what was it? Was it last year where the Patriots just ran the ball a thousand times? Belichick doesn't have the team that he used to have on the level of teams that, that we're accustomed to. But the guy is still capable of, from an X's and O's perspective, pulling some rabbits out of some hats. And it's certainly something that could happen in this game tonight. And we'll, we'll be all over it tomorrow. Let's, um, I'm very excited. D-Cell insisted. I've been resisting, but now I'm not going to resist anymore. It's a, yet again, brought back by popular acclaim. It's what to sell. D-Cell said what? It's writer than use. What to sell. I love everything about this, by the way. Amazing. I love the, these last two days. I don't know the topic going into this. This is a different kind of twist to what to sell. Trey Lance is extremely injured. There's concerns about how long until he comes back. And yet you believe that the Niners should turn away from an Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady temporary move despite having the game's, I think, best defense, a great coach, and a window. What to sell, bro? 
Absolutely. I mean, what more evidence do you need to see than Tom Brady struggling this season, Aaron Rodgers struggling this season, and it's not even just struggling on the field for Aaron Rodgers. He has absolutely no leadership. I understand the San Francisco 49ers are a more veteran team. They don't have the young playmakers that uh, that Green Bay has, and I say young playmakers in terms of you know the Christian Watsons of the world who are, who is in his rookie season. I understand they have Debo. I understand they have Christian McCaffrey now. If you're going to win a Super Bowl, you still have to be a leader. You still have to be a locker room presence. What more do you need to see from Aaron Rodgers? Devontae Adams up and left him. I understand he left for his college buddy in Derek Carr. That's not working out well either. What more do you need to see? And then with Tom Brady, how committed is this guy to football? He's not going to practice. He, He skipped 11 days prior to the season. He's going to Robert Kraft's wedding instead of a walkthrough. And oh, by the way, Tampa went on to lose that game that week. I don't know if this guy's committed. I know he wants to win another Super Bowl, but you have to put in the commitment to do that. Tom knows that. He's been miserable playing football. All the personal family stuff aside, the guy is not happy. I don't know that the grass would be greener for him playing with the 49ers. Wow, what the sell. Let me ask you a question. I don't have a good answer for. I'm not exactly the world's biggest Aaron Rodgers fan. I'm not pro Aaron Rodgers, right? But if in a universe that you did not support, if the Niners offered up Trey Lance as part of a package for Aaron Rodgers, if they gave up on Trey Lance, I know it's not going to happen. Just list how many Super Bowls would the Niners make or win in the two-year window that would follow, given Aaron Rodgers' contract? I would say they would make one. I'm not going to say that they would win one. I'll say that they make a Super Bowl. I mean, I wouldn't do it either, and by the way, neither, neither would the Niners. But I'm, my, my point is, I'm not even... A year ago, I would have said, oh, it's, they're, they're the best team in, in the NFL. Rodgers doesn't look very good when he has played. I know he's been hurt, so maybe that's been what it's been. But the two-time MVP of the last two seasons is a different guy this season. And I'm not sure we've seen how quickly it can just go away. It happened to Peyton Manning. It's happening to Russell Wilson. It may be happening to Tom Brady. And it may be happening to Aaron Rodgers. Would Aaron Rodgers have more people show up for his birthday party than Russell Wilson had for his? Yes, I think really. Could be wrong. Do you think it's more of like a fear factor? Yeah, I think I think some people like him and some people fear him. But I do think he's actually liked. I th- I mean, and again, not that I know Aaron Rodgers, but I've been around him a couple at a couple parties, and not like I go to those parties, but I've been to some Super Bowl parties where he's just there, and he does have a natural charisma. He just he has a, a natural charisma, and I think I mean Brady Papinga, who was a friend of the show, loves Aaron, like thinks he's the best guy in the world. Can we ask Brady the next time we have him on if, if Rodgers ever asked him about any conspiracy theories? I mean, yes, and the, the concern is love Brady. You know? <laughs> I don't know where that goes. I gotcha. I gotcha. I don't know where that goes. Yeah, we. you know what? When my voice improves next week and I can actually ask questions adequately, I like it. I still like this voice. I think you actually need to bottle this up. This really works for you. What is it that you're digging? 
of the, the, the sound. I don't like that you're in pain. Don't get me wrong. Mm. I, I'm not liking that part. This sound, I like it. I'm into it. It just sounds a little deeper. Yeah. A little more masculine. Yeah, because I don't have a deep voice either, so I like how this sounds. Neither of us do. The Marlboro Man kind of thing going on? Yeah. You, I mean, you joke that you have the voice of a 14-year-old. I'm more of like a 12-year-old. Hey, we we are as God made us, pal. You just gotta <laughs> you just gotta roll with it, buddy. Ninety seconds of <laughs> it's not easy, and it's not easy, <laughs> dude. I need you to get into the soccer, and I can't say soccer the way I want to because it hurts my. Throat. This is the most soccer I've watched. But you're I'm not mean, watching. What do you mean I'm not watching? Don't look at the screen. Look at me. What's the score of Belgium Croatia? I have no idea. I know. <laughs> Come on, man. You expect me to watch every single game of the World Cup? Like, I'm watching the United States. <laughs> I'm not watching every game. You didn't watch the second half of the Iran game. You're, you're pointing out minor details. You're getting fixated on the details. Thank you to D-Cell and the details. Thank you to Greg Caserta. Oh, man, you sound like you're hurting now. It hurt a little bit. Thank you to Tom Haberstroh. Who waited till I can't speak to make fun of a column I wrote 10 years ago? That is a great story. I'll have to tell a different day. And thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Uh, thanks for hanging out. I'm Bill Ryder with the voice of an angel. And we'll be back here tomorrow. Hope you're back with us on CPS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.